quick thank you to our sponsors for making this podcast possible. They keep this show free to listen to. Are you tired of ending your nights with yelling and screaming? Are you sick of resorting to yelling as a way to get your kids to listen? Join me June 7th, 8th, and 9th for my Yelling Cure live event. I will have three lovely speakers, including one of our lovely community members. We will unravel the backstory of parental yelling and help you get a hold of this parenting pitfall. If you can't make it live, no worries. I will give you access to all of the replays. Click the link in the show notes and join this great three-day event. I'll see you there. I came to parenting with everything I learned in childhood, yelling, punishing, controlling, and shaming. After trying almost every method, I found connected parenting and was totally shocked when empathy, listening, doing away with rewards and consequences, and being a safe place actually worked. It moved the behaviors of my children and it felt good, especially with my very strong-willed and highly sensitive oldest daughter. This podcast was born out of the idea of sharing the message and helping parents find more peace in a modern world. Welcome to the Peace and Parenting Podcast. So glad you're here. Welcome back to the Peace and Parenting Podcast. I'm Michelle and I'm glad you're here. I want to talk about our unprocessed trauma or unprocessed issues from our own childhood or past that kind of rear their heads during parenting. And I'm going to speak on myself because I think that's the best place to start, right? So when Esme was little, she was three years old. And let me back up. Prior to that, I was deeply into attachment parenting. I was you know, breastfeeding and making my own baby food and just co-sleeping and doing everything I thought that would create this incredible attachment to this child because I didn't have an attachment growing up. I didn't have that deep bonded feeling of attachment growing up. And I knew that that was what I wanted. But I also went deeply into that attachment so far because of my own childhood hurts of not having any attachment. So I went deep and hard and strong and to the point of really running myself ragged. And I was pregnant at the time with Pia. And as me and I were getting ready to go to the park and I said, okay, you got to put your shoes on. And she picked up her shoe and looked at me and threw that shoe down the hall and said, no, I'm not putting my shoes on. And I think I had just enough of too much parenting and just enough of too much being pregnant and just enough of too much feeling like I had done everything for everyone and no one had ever done anything for me. And that was my own unmet need there, the need for someone to take care of me. And I couldn't take care of her anymore, especially when she disrespected me and didn't listen to me by putting her shoes on after everything I had done for her. So in my mind, she wasn't listening. Nobody was ever listening to me as a child. No one ever took into consideration my feelings. No one ever took into consideration what I thought about things. No one ever listened to me as a kid. And so when she didn't quote unquote listen, like society says, what I really mean is she wasn't obedient. And I was expected to be obedient my whole life. 
And when she wasn't obedient, it threw me over the edge. And I screamed as loud as I possibly could scream. And it was the first time I ever yelled at her. And I scared the living daylights out of this kid. I mean, she was shaking because I was screaming so loud. But what was it all about? It was about me. It was about my childhood hurts. It was about me trying to overcome not having the connection I needed. It was trying, it was about me not being heard. And I was trying to be, I wanted to be heard by her. I wanted her to listen to me. I was trying to fulfill my unmet need through a three-year-old. I was trying to get her to make me feel better, to make me feel as if my words mattered, as if all this hard work mattered. I wanted her to validate me. I wanted her to make me feel good about what I was doing. This three-year-old. No, I didn't do it consciously. It was all very subconscious, but I was trying to get this unmet need met through my three-year-old kid, which is impossible. You can't, you can't do that. They are not there to, to meet our needs. They're kids. She was just acting like a kid. She was exerting her free will. She was a strong kid. And she was like, no, I'm not putting my shoes on and I'm not doing what you say. And I'm going to assert myself and I'm going to say no. And I couldn't take it. I really couldn't take it. And at the same time, I thought, I'm doing all this stuff for you and I'm pregnant and I'm having a hard time and you don't even recognize it. How dare you? And it was a, it's a moment that I'll never forget. And I could feel things change in that moment. I could feel myself harden in that moment. I could, I could feel this idea that I was angry and resentful toward her. But that anger and that resentment was a product of my own dysregulation or my own unmet needs from my own childhood. I was angry and resentful that she wasn't fulfilling them. So my job really in those moments was to work on myself. And I'd already gone to quite a bit of therapy. And the problem with the therapy that I did was I did it when I was, you know, a single young woman. And I didn't have this need to feel heard. And I didn't have this childhood stuff triggering me so much when I was 25 years old. The things that came up when I had kids were quite different than the things that came up when I was 25. And so where I went to a lot of therapy, it didn't help me work on the stuff that was came right to the surface as soon as I had children. And those things I really needed to work on because without processing those, I was unable to come to my parenting regulated because I was looking for things that I, that I shouldn't have been and unknowingly, subconsciously trying to get my needs met through my children. This episode is sponsored by ByHeart. ByHeart features a patent protein blend that gets closest to breast milk. Their formula includes the most abundant protein, Alphalac, found in breast milk, as well as lactoferrin, the number one protein found in colostrum. ByHeart is an easy-to-digest formula, which includes prebiotics and an 80-20 whey-to-casein ratio like an early breast milk, making it great for a newborn's digestive system. ByHeart is the only U.S.-made infant formula made with certified clean ingredients, including organic, grass-fed, whole milk, not skim. What it doesn't have is soy, corn syrup, GMOs, or palm oil. Curious about ByHeart? Redeem your welcome offer at byheart.com forward slash podcast. Use code PEACE for a limited time. 
Additional terms and conditions apply. You know what I don't miss at all? The vicious week before my period. I always used to feel like I was walking in quicksand and craving the most unhealthy of foods. My sleep was always off and my moods were unpredictable. Now it's easier to manage PMS with EstroControl. Happy Mammoth, the company that created Hormone Harmony, is dedicated to making women's lives easier. And that means using only science-backed ingredients that have been proven to work for women. They make no compromise when it comes to quality and it shows. And the biggest benefit, feeling like myself again. That's what women mention over and over in their reviews. And there are over 14,000 reviews of Hormone Harmony. For a limited time, you can get 15% off the entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use code PEACE at checkout. That's happymammoth.com and use the code PEACE for 15% off today. And looking back on it now, I really do believe like I was so, I wanted kids so badly. I wanted to be a mom so badly. And I think part of it really, if I'm honest, was the fact that I wanted to do it better than the way my parents did it and that I could fix things for myself to some degree, that it could be this place where if I did it right for my kids, right, quote unquote, if I was everything they needed for me, I was always there and I was attached and I was present and I was the PTA mom and I was did the play dates and I made sure that organic baby food was there and I was doing this and that and the other and staying busy and doing all the things that I would provide for them what I didn't have because I had very disconnected parents who were very self-involved. They were, they were not present in my life. Bless them. I love them. I love them both. They're more present in my life now than ever, but they weren't present back then. And I don't think they knew how to be, you know, they, they dealt with their own stuff and, and they came to parenting with their own hurts, right. And their own unmet needs. And they were really focused on themselves. And so there was no space for them to be focused on my sister and I. And I think the problem became, I was trying to fix that through my parenting. I was trying to make things better by being super mom. And when super mom didn't get her recognition, super mom got pissed. She was like, oh, uh uh-uh, you are supposed to recognize me. You're supposed to make me feel good. You're supposed to make this okay, because then I can rectify my own childhood. But what I should have done is rectified my childhood before I had kids. But things creep up and we don't know where they even come from. And then all of a sudden this trigger is in your face and you're like, what the heck is going on? Why am I screaming at my kid who won't put their shoes on? I'm screaming at them because they, you know, somehow are making me feel unheard and unseen and unappreciated and all the things that I felt as a kid. So I went deeply back into the little tiny Michelle who didn't get the things she needed. And it made me feel when Esme said no and threw the the shoe down the hall, it made me feel as if I were a little kid again and I was being not taken care of. So I guess my best advice for for some people out there, if if you get triggered, if things happen and you get so upset and you find yourself very, very angry, You need to look at yourself and say, what is going on for me? What is happening inside of me that is creating this huge upset? This, you know, this upset that is maybe not about my child. 
is it about me? And how can I get into that upset and unravel it? What is it for me? And will it help me come to my parenting with more regulation if I can get deeply into that unmet need and figure that I can't, I can't get that unmet need met through my children? That's not going to happen. I need to find a place to fill that hole myself. So I had to work really hard on that, that I, I, don't, I don't need my kids to listen to me to feel whole. I don't need them to appreciate me to feel whole. I don't need them to validate my existence as a mom to feel whole. And if they say, I'm mad at you, I hate you, I want daddy, or any of the things that we don't want to hear, do we still remain whole? And can we have our own experience as an adult without those things affecting us in a way that trigger us back into our unmet needs as children? Because they don't have to. If we can fill those needs ourselves, if we can tell ourselves that you are heard, you are seen, you are understood. I see me. I hear myself. I understand myself. I can validate my existence. I don't need my kids to validate it for me. And they can't and they won't. So really trying to heal your own hurts and really trying to figure out when you're triggered, when you're really upset, what, what is that all about? Stop and think for a minute. What is this about? This is about me, but where, where in my heart and my soul and my psyche, where is this about me and what is it? And can I get in there and unravel it so that I can feel better, so that I'm not trying to get my child to validate my existence? Okay, I hope that was helpful. You can check out my journaling guide. It's Healing Ourselves Through Journaling. I'll link it here in the show notes. It's a great place to get started with some of your dysregulation or upsets or hard moments. You can start journaling and figuring out what is this? Where is it coming from? Maybe that will help you move through. All right. Thanks for joining me on the Peace and Parenting Podcast. I'm so glad you're here. If you want to leave a review, nobody's stopping you. You can do it. It's super easy. You just go into iTunes and you click ratings and reviews and you say what you think about this podcast what you think that it's brought to you. And if you don't have iTunes, you can go on any of the other platforms and you can leave a little rating. All right. Thanks for joining me and hope to see you again. Our family has grown. Welcome to the world, Hannah baby. Introducing a new collection, Hannah Soft, made with Tencel. It's so breathable with stretchy comfort for all of baby's first moments. And it's cool and gentle on their skin all year round. Entrusted Hannah quality for your most precious gift. Hannah soft, made to last. Shop now at hannahanderson.com. Our family has grown. Welcome to the world, Hannah baby. Introducing a new collection, Hannah soft, made with Tencel. It's so breathable, with stretchy comfort for all of baby's first moments. And it's cool and gentle on their skin all year round. Entrusted Hannah quality for your most precious gift. Hannah soft, made to last. Shop now at hannahanderson.com.